Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing we could rely on to get us through the tough times we all face. We welcome you along on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and much, much more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast. Now let's get started. And now, the When Words Fail Music Speaks interview. Hello, everybody. Welcome to When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast. I am your handicapped host, James Cox. My friend, my co-host, Brosley, couldn't be here today. He's very sorry. Wanted me to say that personally to Chantel. So, our next guest, Chantel Ogden, uh, is Nashville-based. Uh, she has a gift for crafting songs with real conviction and emotion. Uh, her songs have received airplay on hundreds of country and Americana radio stations internationally and gained impressive chart positions both in the U.S. and Europe, including a number two slot behind Chris Stapleton. Wow. Uh, <laughs> for her single, Blossom in the Dust. Uh, Chantel's music has also been featured in shows such as the television series Heart of Dixie and in more than a dozen feature films. Uh, she was born in Utah and Ogden brings the, works, the work ethic uh, she learned growing up on her family farm as, uh, to her life as, as an independent perform, uh, performing artist. Uh, having toured nationally, nationally in, and in the UK and Ireland. Uh, her, her music has been praised by notable media, including Performer Magazine, No Depression, I love that, and Maverick Magazine. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Chantelle Ogden. Thank you for inviting me to come and chat with you tonight or today. Well, yeah, well, uh, well it's tonight for me. It's seven thirty here, so I'm not sure if. Right. Yeah. So, uh, so you contacted us on a, I guess like an ad on a podcast guests, right? If I remember correctly. I did. Yeah. yeah. So I have been listening to your podcast for a while. And by the way, I love the new cover wars thing that you're doing. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, I, um, I've enjoyed, I know you've just started that, but I've enjoyed yeah. those episodes as well, but I wanted to reach out to you because I think the heart of what you talk about in, in your show is really what I try to do as a songwriter is, is to, um, speak to people through their, through their hearts really. Right. And, uh, it really goes along so well with, with what you do here. Yeah. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, yeah, because our show is based. Okay, so this show is mainly for the, the listeners and the, and, and the artists come on, um, but more more or less it's for the listeners themselves because I have depression and I and I um, know that so many people out there listening has depression too. So what we we do is we try to 
take take it away from them at least an hour or however long our show is and just relax and talk about music because music uplifts everybody it absolutely does yeah so uh knowing that you you do like a couple wars uh do you have any suggestions we can we can uh contrast and compare with different uh uh covers oh you know that is good ones there's so many good ones Oh, there are. I would really have to put some thought to that. Okay. Um, well, one cover I do love, but I think she actually participated with them a couple years ago. Dolly Parton did um, a cover of Jolene, but sh- she sang it with pentatonics. Oh, I love um, that. Yeah, oh. so they're just an all-vocal group, and it was a real... But I think Dolly might have actually sort of performed with them, so I don't. it wouldn't really be a cover. It would be like a reimagination of yeah. her own song. But, yeah, um, I would love to... There, you know... Um, oh... There's so many great songs. I'd have yeah. to really think about. It. Which is email me or text me whenever you can think about it because there's so many. Yeah, different ones. I will. I will. That's a great question. Yeah. yeah. What what covers would I like to hear kind of go up against each other? Right. That's a that's definitely one I'll ponder. Okay. Thank you for that. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, how are you doing in this? I guess uh, now we're closing in on this uh, uh this COVID nineteen. Um, how are you holding up? Or has it affected you at any time? So I think it's impacted everybody. Um, One of the things that I, you know, obviously, um, musically, there was no touring. Um, You know, a lot of people, I had impacts to my day job. So it was, it was rough. It was a rough year in a lot of ways. Um, However, um, I try to always think about the positive because my grandpa right. used to say that there's nothing so bad that something good can't come from it. And, um, I've always, I've always tried to do that. It's hard sometimes, but, um, one of the things I thought about with COVID was, okay, what will this time make possible for right. me? Yeah. So I know what's not possible, but what will it make possible? And that moment in time actually led me to creating the album that I just released last week. Yeah. And so the, the, the album is a collection of songs that are themed around addiction recovery. And it's something I've wanted to do for a long time because I feel like Addiction is one of those things that's really impacted every family right. or, or a lot of people personally as well. And it certainly has mine. So I, I really felt like this was a moment that I could focus on that project and really do work that I needed to, to both finish writing songs that I needed to write for the project and work with someone on recording them that's usually too busy because he's out on the road usually yeah. with Toby Keith. Oh nice. Um so my friend Dave Smith yeah. um here in Nashville. He he we did an acoustic album. Dave's an incredible acoustic guitar player. Um 
the arrangements are acoustic, but he put a lot of nice layers there. So um, it's not overdone. It serves the songs well, but Dave also sings harmonies. So he sang harmonies for me. And, you know, normally like he would be busy a lot more, right? Because he would be out on the road and um, it was just, it was the, it was a really good time for me to focus on a creative project that had some meaning behind it for me and, and for so many people that are, that are touched by the disease of addiction. Right. Uh, the thing for me was I was so, uh, well, uh, well, obviously this uh, COVID has affected everybody, but for me, in order to get through it, I've, I've experienced two virtual concerts. Uh, one was Demon Hunter, which is my favorite Christian metal band, and the other was mm-hmm. Avatar. And, mm-hmm. I, and I feel like bands really want to bring happiness now more than ever, you know, because it's, uh, it's a difficult thing from being yeah. away from families, and I know everybody can't see their family right now. So that was a good way yeah. for me, personally, to get my mind off of what's going out there, you know. So, so yeah, that was a special thing. That is so, yeah, so, so true. Mm. So true. Um, and I think, you know, music is something that um, it can do so many things for us, right? Sometimes it's about giving us hope. Sometimes it's about helping us realize something about ourselves, right? I'm sure everybody who's listening has had that experience of driving down the road and you turn on the radio or you're in your house, you turn on the radio and it's like, that song is what I feel. Right. 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 And that is really such a powerful thing about music that I think everybody can relate to is just how it just connects us as people and, and how it can really touch our hearts. And, you know, people have asked me why, you know, why are you doing this project on addiction recovery? Well, I think at the end of the day, we're all recovering from something, right? For some, it might be, you know, bad relationships or depression or whatever it might be. We all have things that are hard for us. And um, I think, you know, and because of that, a lot of the songs are not, they're not there. A few of the songs are specific to kind of battling addiction, but most of the songs are about just things that everybody experiences. Right. Right. So there's a song about fighting your inner demons. There's a song that basically the message is you matter, right? You're loved. You, you, you're stronger than you know, and you're loved and, and you have a purpose here. Um, and there's a song about community called Hands Up that is basically yes. about yes. like lifting each other, right? And that's what this this podcast is a great community of people, right? Like-minded yes. people who come together and uplift each other. Yeah. So um, I think there's a lot of things that everybody can relate to in this particular album. <laughs> and... I'm, I'm very, very grateful, um, to all the fans who funded it and supported me in making it and saw that this, these were songs that needed to be shared. So it's, it's an incredible gift. 
So I'm going to take you way back to the beginning, okay? So don't freak out. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, um, so can you remember the moment that you said, you know, I really love music, I want to pursue it? What, so there were... There, what, what, yes. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so was it like one, one thing with you like, aha, moment, you know? Yeah, so so there was there were actually... Um, so I always loved music, right? I remember being a little kid on um, riding horseback with my dad and my grandpa and neither one of them, you know, as they say in the South, bless their hearts, neither one of them could sing uh, <laughs> in key yeah. or in tune, but, but my grandpa and dad would always sing. And I remember just music was always there. You know, my mom, loved the Bee Gees. And so she'd play like Bee Gees records. And I grew up on classic country. And when I got, you know, a little older, I started listening to, you know, bands in the nineties and 2000. So, um, I always just loved music, you know, and, but the time that I decided that I wanted to pursue it, um, and that it was truly going to be part of my life. I remember that moment really well. So I'll share, I'll share the story. Sure, please. Um, I had started to, so at the time I was living in Atlanta and I had kind of been a closet songwriter. So I'd written a few songs, but I didn't really share them. And I wasn't really sure if I could sing and, you know, I kind of had all these concerns about it. And I started going to this little town called Dahlonega, Georgia, which is in the North, North Georgia mountains. And, um, we, there was a song I would, I was there one day and I saw this thing for a songwriter sharing circle. And I thought, I'm going to try this. Like I'm going to so to it. And it was like a group of songwriters, very unjudgmental sitting around in a circle literally playing our songs for each other and super supportive as a group. We started to do some performing um, and it, it started feeling like, huh, this is, this is interesting. Like this is something that um, it feels comfortable to me in a way. And so I remember about that time I was trying to decide what to do with my life mm -hmm. uh, and kind of like asking the big questions and um, I took a, a weekend and I went, I kind of did like a, a back to nature thing. And I went and camped for the weekend. And I remember, you know, I was, I was, I was alone and I just took my guitar and um, I remember walking into this clearing and there was like a little bench there. And I sat down and all these questions were just weighing on my mind, right? Like, what am I going to do with my life? What you know, who am I, you know, all these things, right. Am I going to have a family? Am I going to get married? Like all these big kind of questions. And, um, I remembered sitting there and being really overwhelmed by all the things that I didn't know. And I had this very clear impression that I needed to think about what I did know. And I came up with three things <laughs> that was it. But I go back to these three things a lot. The first is that I'm very lucky to have people who care about me in this world. And 
um, family and friends that care about me. And the second is that I believe um, that I'm a daughter of God and he cares about me and he wants the best for my life. So that's an important relationship for me. Um, And then the third is that music is a big purpose in my life and that that is a journey that I need to take. And I almost feel at times like um, it's kind of like a calling in a way. Um, And I think some of the types of songs that I write, um, I will write songs about topics that other people won't. you don't hear a lot of songs about the effects of addiction, right? No, you hear right. a lot of party songs, but you don't hear a lot of songs about the effect of addiction. Too many party songs. Uh, right. <laughs> and so that um, that's an interesting, so for me, like I've, I guess I've seen more the downside of what that lifestyle does. So that's what's real to me, right? Like I, uh, I was never that much of a partier myself. So, but I saw an awful lot of what the drugs and alcohol did in my family. And, and I went to a lot of funerals. So, um, so anyway, when things get hard in music and in life, which they always do, right. Mm -hmm. For all of us, I kind of revisit those three things. And I think, you know, three things isn't a lot, but I'm really grateful that I have, those three things, you know, I have people who care about me, I have a God that can help me and does help me and guides me, um, that I can feel comfort and peace from, and that I have music and that gives me a purpose and, um, a work to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, my next question was, uh, what was the motivation for you to become a musician and why, but hearing you just say that uh, uh my take from it would be you know god and your family correct yeah i think you know just feeling like it was something that was natural to me and i've always loved words and i've always loved music and bringing the two together just felt really it was like putting on a comfortable pair of shoes you know like right. it's like oh yeah this is this fits, right? Like this is something that fits for me. Um, And I think that's, you know, we all kind of have those things that tug at our sleeves um, in our lives and say, Hey, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. Right. Um, I would venture to guess that you probably thought about doing the podcast longer than you've actually been doing it. And there was something about this podcast that was kind of like James, James, you got to do this podcast. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. So, right. Am I right? Am I right oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Comes- so, that I think that everybody has those things that kind of tug at their sleeves in their life. And it's just about listening when those right. things come. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. um, I, well, well, I'll tell you that that that, that I'm I, I was born with uh, cerebral palsy, so I couldn't get on and party like like everyone else. I don't think I would would want to anyway if I you know was um, born like 
everybody else. But you know, what's the fun of that? You know, why why be like everybody else, right? So, uh, music was really one thing that that gravitated in my life, and I really took to music like you know, like um. I guess the term would be white on rice, you know, cause yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but, but I remember, um, going to the store and my mom took me to the store and she said, okay, um, you can pick any CD you want, which one you want. And I walked over to the A, to A section and I'm like, ACDC live. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah. So ever since then it, it, it was music from there on. You know, uh, do do you remember what what was the first CD or cassette? If you can remember way back oh, then, was that, yeah. So yeah, so I was I was really young, and um, my dad, you know, I yeah. So so my dad was like, you can you can buy one, right? Yeah, like right, so, yeah. I think I got like a little CD player or something. And he's like, you can get one, one thing to go with it. And so I ended up getting a Cindy Lauper album because nice. I really loved the song. Girls just want to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> and well, I was right. like, I want to get that girls just want to have fun yeah. song. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was little and it's like, that was, that was such a cool song and she had such bright clothes and, you know, it was just, it was just a fun Thing so anyway yeah that was the first album that or the first yeah the first CD that I that I got yeah um, as a kid awesome awesome yeah yeah because uh cassettes went I, I was born in 1980 and, and to see from cassettes to streaming and the vinyl yeah. records now which I love I, I love collecting these right back here the vinyl yeah records. yeah it's just amazing to see that, that how how it transforms into you know it's ongoing evolution, you know, between how somebody gets music, you know. Now somebody can get music on their computer, uh, uh, phone, actually, you know. So, mm -hmm. so I think I think music is a powerful tool to, to you know, to get anywhere you can, you know. Um, yeah. So I was looking down your IMDb profile, and it says you are a music supervisor. And you were you also were in four movies uh, as the uh, soundtracks, I I think. Um, it, it's um, one one with Pitch and Love, Catching Fire in 2015, uh, Lucy Shimmers yep. and the Prince of Peace in 2020, and Our Father's Keeper in 2020 also. And one more yeah. movie with Romance in the Outfield Double Play also in 2020. 2020 yep. has kept you busy, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah, I was very, very, very lucky. And, um, so just like everything, it takes years to build relationships right. and we've been licensing film and TV music since 2012. And so, but, but 2020, I had, um, a really good year. I had, um, six different films that I worked with and not only that, but I, kind of officially structured um, a service where I work as a sync agent for other artists. Right. So not only do I work with these independent films and music supervise, but I represent these artists and their music to these projects, right? Yeah. So that's so much fun because I get to know all these musicians in different genres, right? right. And I get a I get to hear some really cool music yeah. um, 
So I've really enjoyed that. And last year was a really good year for that. I have a couple projects I know that will be coming out this year. Nice. They're both Christmas films. Nice. Um, but because there's such a long lead time on, you know, how the distribution works, um, one of them will be on Lifetime, and I'm hoping the other one lands on Hallmark, but we'll see. Nice. That's kind nice. of a life goal of mine, to have a yeah. song and a movie in Hallmark. It's like, yeah. I know their movies are a little hokey. Yeah, my mom uh, watches them constantly, so she's a big fan of Hallmark. they're happy, right? Yeah. They're happy hokey, and, you know, sometimes you just want to watch something where things work out. Yeah, because who likes seeing yeah. bad news every single day? That's why I don't right. like, that's why I don't have cable can't say i can't uh, well, right. well uh people with depression kind of gravitate away from bad news i guess so i i just shut off the world you know because i get my, my yeah. stuff on, on facebook and you really can't believe that um yeah i think that i think that all of us especially last year had to really limit our our intake of news yes yes and because a lot of people did not just so hard yeah. to like deal with everything right, right. <laughs> it was a lot yeah so, yeah so correct me if i'm wrong but as but a music supervisor for movies um i guess watch the movies and and, and decide where uh, a song can go or might go or is better fit for it it right. kind of depends on who you're working with okay um, a lot of the people that I work with are, they, they kind of like, know, so they'll, they'll kind of tell me where they need songs. Um, and they'll say like, look, we've got this montage or we've got this scene where this is happening and we need songs for those kinds of scenes. Um, I don't always get to read the scripts. I don't always get to see any of the films. Right. So, so it's kind of sometimes hard. it's a little bit like I'm, kind of poking in the dark a little bit because I don't really know. So what I try to do is just, um, I try to get a sense of the types of songs, like the type of genre, at least, right. I'll say, okay, are you looking for, like, does the overall sonic theme of this movie, is it kind of like a pop thing? Do you want to go more of an indie thing? Do you want to go more of a rock thing? And they usually give me a little bit of feedback as to what type of music they're looking for. Right. And then I go out and find those songs, um, just working through my networks and meeting new people. And, and I kind of know like, Oh, if I need kind of an emo feeling song, like it's this person. And if right. I need like more of a rock song, it's this person. So, um, it's, it's really, really fun. And, uh, you know, it's, it's amazing what a song a well-placed song can do in a scene, yeah, right? Yeah. If you ever wonder that, watch like watch like a really poignant scene on mute. It's just not the same, right? right. The music adds so much to that emotion, right? What right. we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh, so we went over your 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 new album, One Step Closer, songs we recover by. Mm -hmm. um, it's an acoustic album with songs about the journey of addiction recovery you know as as you said before um yeah and i felt like each song had their own story am i correct on that yeah each song has um has its own um journey within it um you know the first song saint augustine is about 
someone who is, um, it's a really, it's a really, um, intense song about someone who's addicted and strung out on the streets of St. Augustine. Right. And, um, the second song when the highway calls is about, you know, kind of coming to that place of realization that, that you're hitting rock bottom and you need to readdress, you know, life. Um, you know, other songs on the project are, are more positive and more upbeat about, you know, kind of the other side of that. But, um, I just feel like my job as a songwriter is to be authentic and real about what I see in the world. And I wrote a lot of these songs with friends of mine who have struggled directly with addiction. And, um, I think that the best songs are about all of us and, um, you know, the, the real purpose of this music is just to get into the homes and the hearts of, of people that, that it will matter to. Right. And, um, because of that, I'm, I'm donating hundreds of albums to recovery centers. I'm doing some online concerts, um, you know, some in-person concerts. I played the other night at Nashville, uh, recovery unplugged, which is a treatment center here. And of course they use music a lot in their therapy. And that's, that's really why shows like this are so critical is because, you know, as an independent artist, I don't have a big marketing budget. I don't right. have a team, you yeah. know, I don't, I'm like kind of on my own right. trying to share through communities like yours. And, um, so I hope that, that people will look for the music and will take it, take time to listen and share with others if they find that it touches them. Right. Okay. Good. Well, that's awesome. You know, I, I can't, uh, um, thank you more, you know, than that. Um, so to our listeners, um, if you go to www.chantelogden.com slash angels, uh, you'll see some of the packages where you can, um, purchase. And I, I, I think looking on the website, um, that goes, that th those donations go to people in recovery, just like you were saying. Correct. Yeah. So people can donate if they want to. They can also go directly to the store storage store page. Right. Um, and on that page, they can gift the album to someone and just pay shipping. So um, that's another thing, another way to share on my homepage, which is just chantelogden.com. There's a link at the top that says click here to listen or purchase. Um, that will take them to all the different streaming sites that the music's on. It's on, you know, all Spotify and Apple Music and all the things. All the, all, <laughs> so, all, all the good stuff, right? Yeah. All the good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I would love to connect with people. And if there are places that your listeners know of that would benefit from some albums being sent to them or possibly a concert, we'd be happy to to just have people message me through my website and we'll talk about how I can, um, how I can make that happen. Nice. Nice. Uh, so this album was fan fully fan funded, right? So how does yeah. it feel uh, that you saw so many fans uh, 
fund funded helped you fund this album. It was I mean, that could be like incredible feeling, right? It was incredible, yeah. and I think, um, I mean, it was just. I mean, there was a lot of fear that I had, right? Yeah, and I oh, just, yeah. I yeah. kept praying, like, God, I finished these songs, right? Yeah. I've got some money to start recording, but I don't have enough to finish. Yeah. And I just, I just kind of kept stepping out on faith and praying that the right people would learn about it. And we exceeded our funding goal. Um, and, and that was great because I was able to get more albums and, you know, find other ways to kind of share the music. So, um, you know, I think that, that it really, in a way, kind of restored my faith in humanity <laughs> um, in, some, in some ways, because I feel like, you know, we see so many negative things on the news, as you talked about earlier. And yeah. just to know that there are people that are out there that um, that see the value of music and what it can bring to people and are willing to help in that process was just really touching. And I'm very grateful for the many people, you know, whether they gave $20 or $200, yeah, yeah. you know, every bit of it counted and every bit of it went to making this album and, and sharing this album directly with people who are struggling with addiction. Cool. Cool. Awesome. So I do have one more uh, question for you. Um, if you have, um, yeah, yeah okay. lay it on you. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. So, this is like a recurring uh, um, question that I have for all my interview guests, you know, musicians. Uh, this podcast is called When Words Fail, Music Speaks, right? And that can't right. be any further from the truth, right? So mm-hmm. is there one one song that you know of off the top, top of your head you can think about it if you want to that you, that you, that you hear, but you really can't explain how you feel about it? That is such a great question. Um, So I, there have been many songs that when I've heard them for the first time, um, I've just been really moved by them. But I remember this one time um, that I, so one of my favorite singer songwriters is a guy named Martin Sexton. And he is an amazing singer, amazing guitar player, and he's a great songwriter. I mean, he's just extremely talented. And he's been, he's, he kind of grew up in the Boston area and kind of came from the Northeast. And anyway, he has this song called Happy. And it's just called Happy. And um, I remember. I was having a really, really, really hard time. I was going through a hard period in my life and I got this new album of his and I just happened to be listening to it when I was coming back from um, Georgia. And I, um, I, (laughs) it was one of those um, songs that really, um, 
it really like when I heard it the first time, James, like I literally was weeping yeah. when I was grieving. Yeah. And um, the lyrics go, uh, you know, this some of the lyrics, the sky is blue, the coffee's strong. Um, but then I opened my eyes to this dream realized in front of me and, oh, I haven't got a clue what in the world is happening to me. I think I'm happy. Like the first day of summer vacation, happy when I get some rest and relaxation, happy like the choir on Sunday morning, sweet and true. Um, and the reason I was so touched by that song is, um, even though I was going through a really hard period, then it reminded me of all the times in my life where I had felt happy and where I had felt those, those little moments of joy. Right. right. And, um, it was just such a, it was like kind of this release and this realization of, you know what, things are going to get better and you'll get back to those times when you were happy. Right. Well, that's awesome. I'm I'm definitely going to check that song out because it means so much to you, you know, and I'm always looking for good, good music. I'm always looking for music. So, uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. For, thank you so much for sharing that with us. So. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. To our listeners, you can find Miss Chantel Ogden on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Chan's Music, S-H-A-N-S Music. That's so awesome that you have one one thing. <laughs> I have. You know, I'm not a very complicated thinker, no, and so no. I try to keep it simple. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, I, I tried to do When Words Fail Music Speech podcast on, on all of them, but, you know, it's... it's uh, on our Instagram, it's when words fail pod or something. When when words yeah. fail music speech pod, I'm like oh, okay, well they'll understand it. You know who can you know. So right. but the well, you is, do a good job with your branding, so people can just look at the logo, right? And they'll know oh, that's yeah. the logo. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, um, yeah. So we really, uh, we really do appreciate you coming on and uh, talking music and. Your 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 wonderful new album that's out right now, right? It, it, it came out last week. Came out on February nineteenth. Yeah, we so we're one about one weekend. Yeah, so go ahead, everybody, and and download that. And uh, yeah, well, we just thank you so so much. Thank you, and I can't wait for your next uh, cover wars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, if you, so I'll be looking forward to that. If you think of anything, you just please email us or just just Instagram me, you know, because I'm always looking for uh, new songs, you know, to to listen to. And yeah, so thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Thanks, bye. James. Bye. Bye.